Welcome to another episode of the Browns Huddle Podcast. This is episode five. I can't believe how fast this is going. <laughs> um, I just wanted to say that first. This has really been going full steam ahead. Um, I cannot believe this is episode five. And I just wanted to take this opportunity, just take this moment to thank all of my supporters out there. The, the outreach has been overwhelming um, and it's certainly been appreciated. I've had so much support from from not only Brown's Twitter, but just Twitter in general, uh, fans of podcasts out there and um, friends, family, uh, people that I don't know, even across the globe. Um, I've, I've had just so much support for this and, uh, I, you know, it just means so much to me. So tonight is going to be an episode, I'm going to answer a couple questions that everybody has on their mind in the fu- uh, football universe. Um, there's three questions that people have and number one fans or no fans um number two is the season even going to happen you know is it if it does happen is it going to start late and then also third player safety so we'll get into all that tonight as well my name's jason hand you can find me at, at browns huddle on twitter i also started a new twitter account for this podcast at browns huddle pod um there on that twitter account you can DM me. You can comment on any episodes that you have, any questions. If you'd like to be a future guest, um, feel free to to reach me on one of those accounts. You can also find me. Um, I write for brownsaccess.com during the football season, and which is about to ramp up. So you can also follow me there. All right. So training camp is about to start. Um, rookies report the 24th. Vets report on the 28th and uh, we do have these looming questions you know training camp is about to start ladies and gentlemen Um, it's going to start today is the 21st we're talking about in three days the rookies are supposed to report to camp and veterans are going to report shortly after that and there are still a lot of questions that fans have and um, we're going to tackle those questions tonight so um, thank you again for joining me whether you're listening to me on the way to work, or maybe you're just relaxing in your recliner, or any any way that you're, you know, putting this podcast in your ears, I just appreciate appreciate the time that you have with me tonight. So, so let's dig into it. Um, season or no season? That's the question. Fans, um, including myself, are concerned, you know, is there going to be a season? Um, season's supposed to start second week of September. Here it is the third week of July. And there's, uh, there's that question that there's no definite answer, but I'm going to go on here tonight saying that there will be a season and it will start on time. Um, one of the reasons why I think that, I mean, we have the NFL, the NFL is a billion dollar, multi-billion dollar business, and you don't have a billion dollar business multi-billion dollar business you don't have a business like that to just shut it down and say oh we'll get them next year no um nfl is going to start on time um we'll get into fans or no fans in just a minute but let's just talk about the season the nfl is going to start on time that's what big businesses do baseball is figuring it out basketball is figuring it out nhl is figuring it out all these sports are figuring it out but the nfl the NFL is the apex, the top, the pinnacle of the sports world, and all eyes are on that league to wonder how they're going to 
um, go through this pandemic that, that we've been going through? How, how are they going to um, get through the ebbs and flows of the season? Because one thing's for certain that this season is going to be entertaining. It's going to be um, like an NFL season that you've never seen before. So <laughs> I can't wait till that ball kicks off. But, yes, it is going to start on time. Um, as I was saying, that's what big businesses do. You know, you can look at all the big corporations in the United States. They've figured out a way to, to stay open, to, to keep their doors open, and the NFL is no different. So, um, so I, I, I think it's absolutely going to uh, happen this season. It's going to be on time. And, um, you know, that's not to say that there's not going to be um, – things that happen during the season, but you know, that's what happens in life. You know, when, when, when things happen to us in our lives, what do we do? We adapt, we change, we change courses just a little bit to, to reach that goal that we're all looking to for. What's the NFL's goal this year is to play a complete season to crown the champion. Um, are they going to have to maneuver their way through a, a, a season with a pandemic? Absolutely. You know, um, there, there's things that, that we're not even thinking of right now that they're going to have to, to get through. So besides that, I mean, America, we need football, right? I mean, <laughs> we have been through so much in the past four months. Um, speaking with me personally, I, you know, I was out of work for, for 10 weeks. Um, now I'm back to work. I started back June 1st, but, uh, you know, it's, it's been quite an adventure and America needs football. We need it. You know, you think about when you were uh, a kid and you weren't feeling well, what did your mom give you? She gave you chicken noodle soup. At least my mom did. That's what the NFL needs to do right now. They need to give us our chicken noodle soup so we can feel better. So we could just have some normalcy, um, in, in this world. So, that's what I'm looking for. And look, NFL, they're ran by um, smart people. Um, baseball was able to figure it out. Basketball was able to figure it out. NHL, NFL, they'll, they'll figure it out. We have sm- smart people in, that are making all these decisions. So I believe that, um, that they will figure this thing out. So that's easier said than done. Um, let's get into the – the fans or no fans, you know, one of the, one of the, the problems that the NFL is going to face is the lost revenue from fans sitting in the seats. I said earlier that the NFL is a business and it absolutely is. And if you, if you, if you look at a business, you look as a business owner, okay. Um, I have this product and the most important thing is that I get this product out to the public and I get revenues in. Well, if there's no fans, there's going to be a tremendous loss from the NFL uh, with lost revenues. And um, I did a little bit of uh, number crunching here, and I'm just going to talk about Browns. Um, when I talk about numbers, it's based off the Browns seating, uh, the, the first energy stadium. There is no way I could go through all 32 teams. So we're just going to talk about the Browns tonight. Whenever you hear numbers, it's based off the 68,000 fans that can fill First Energy Stadium. So um, fans are – let's start with that. The fans are no fans. I believe that there will be no fans 
at NFL games at least six to ten games into the season. So what do I mean by that? I think the first six to ten games of this coming season will be absolutely no fans at all. Um, I think that's just what we're looking at. So, so, so then the question you have to ask yourself is, how does the NFL make up that revenue? Um, you know, because, <laughs> hey, if it weren't for the fans, NFL wouldn't exist, right? So how, how do they make up that revenue? And it, it, it's not an easy question to answer. Um, that's a very hard question to answer. Um, but, you know, the obvious question is, how will they make their money? And one of the things that I've noticed with Major League Baseball so far is when they're showing these games on TV, the camera goes to the stands, and what do you see? You know, it's empty seats. <laughs> empty seats. I think that is absolutely ridiculous, you know, because basically what you have is you have you – have real estate property. Okay. Cause that's what seats are. It's real estate and you are doing nothing with it. It would be like if you owned a rental property. Okay. So you, you own a rental property and you decided that, ah, I'm just going to let it sit empty for, for the next uh, six to eight months. Well, what's going to happen? You're going to have zero revenues. What's going to happen. And that's what's happening with, with the seats. Now, am I saying that, you know, we should put, fans in the seats. I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is the, the NFL can do some outside the box thinking of how do we get revenue from empty seats and, and not more importantly, because that is important, but, but also important, you know, when we're showing these games on national TV, do we want empty seats? No, I, I think that, you know, the answer to that question is absolutely not. So, so, so what do you do with that? And, Whenever you have a business, you have to advertise, right? You have to advertise. And the reason why you do that is to, to bring revenue in. And advertisers pay you uh, based on your viewers, uh, whether that be on the radio or on TV. And we know there is none other greater um, sports league in, in the whole world than the NFL. Like they are, I mentioned that earlier, they're the top of the heap. There's no one greater. MLB. NHL, NBA, all of them big, huge leads, uh, leagues. I'm sure they have no problem with getting um, advertisers. But the NFL, are you kidding me? The NFL, they, they're the top of all that. They're the top. So um, how, do, how, do they, how do they turn an empty stadium into – how do they turn that into – um, advertising dollars. Well, I heard on, on the radio and forgive me, I, I, I do not remember the source. I heard it a couple weeks ago and they just kind of mentioned it. But when I heard it, it made total sense. And that is, um, advertising banners. Okay. So, so, so just close your eyes and picture this for a minute. Um, you're watching the Cleveland Browns, um, their first home home game would be against the Bengals on Thursday night. You're watching the just picture this for me just for a minute. You're watching the Browns Bengals Thursday night football, and in the stands instead of what, looking at an empty First Energy Stadium, let's picture um, banners with Fortune 500 companies. And I don't I should have maybe <laughs> listed all the Fortune 500 companies. I apologize I didn't, but but just entertain this thought for a minute. Let's say that you had. Uh, banners that would cover 50 
by 50 seats. Okay, so 50 by 50 seats, that's, uh, do some quick math, that's 2,500 seats, I believe that is. 2,500 seats, pretty big banner, right? It can be done. We've seen American flags that cover the whole football field. They can make a banner that covers 50 by 50 seat sections, okay? So that's 2,500 seats. Let's say that you, on that banner, you had Amazon, Walmart, Pizza Hut, right? I think Pizza Hut is the official sponsor of the NFL right now. Google, Zoom, you know, I think Zoom has been doing very well during the pandemic and can afford a banner. Geico, Progressive, you know, <laughs> Baker's uh, been doing, uh, last year did a lot of Progressive commercials. Um, progressive. Let, let's just say that you, you put these uh, companies on these banners and, and 50 by 50 sections all across the stadium, instead of empty seats, you see banners with these Fortune 500 companies. And I know some of these companies I just mentioned are not Fortune 500 companies, but you get my point. Let's say that um, a 55, 50 seat by 50 seat section, um, let's say they got a half a million dollars from one of these companies to, to put their logo on that banner for that one specific game. Maybe they're not a big company. Maybe instead of a 50 by 50 seat banner, maybe it's a 25 seat by 25 seat banner. Maybe instead of a half a million, they would get 130,000 say for that. What about the field goal nets? You know, um, we've seen the virtual, um, advertisement that, uh, Fox I think puts on there, but what if there was actually, um, a company on the field goal net. There's two um, company spots right there. What about on the field? You know, and, and again, I'm not trying to change football forever. You know, I, I don't want advertisements on the net and I don't want advertisements on the field, but I'm just talking about for this six to 10 game uh, season that I think is going to be no fans or maybe even the whole season. It could be, I could be way off. Maybe it's all 16 games is absolutely, you know, no, no fans in the stands at all. Um, I I'm simply, the reason why I'm invested in this is because one of the things the NFL is saying right now is that with lost revenues, the salary cap is going to take a major hit. I don't want that. Nobody wants that. Um, NFL teams have been signing players, um, based on the fact that the salary cap is going to go up, not down. All right. Um, they've been doing this for the last couple of years. When you sign a player today, you don't think about what the cap is right now. You think about what you think about what the cap's going to be next year, what the cap's going to be after that. What players do I have coming up, um, that need to be signed when their contracts let up? You have to think about the future when you, um, when you, when you're signing players and, that is not good news. If, if, if the NFL is going to drop the salary cap, that is not good. That is something that um, teams are going to get crushed over. And hopefully it's not us. I mean, I, we have smart people making decisions, all Ivy Leaguers, okay? <laughs> I went to a community college, so, you know, take what I say with a grain of salt. But, you know, I, I believe we have smart people that are making the decisions. But back, back to my point, okay, so maybe the field goal net has – um, a company logo on it. Maybe, maybe on the field, you know, you have company logos, maybe even on the, the player's uniform, you know, uh, you have um, company logos that are paying advertising. Guys, this, this all adds up to revenue. I, I, did, I did some quick numbers and 
I've heard that the average uh, ticket for First Energy Stadium is – let me pull that up. I've heard that it is um, – $76, bear with me just one minute, let me pull this up because this is important. Um, here it is. All right, so I've heard that the, the average season ticket holder is $73.91. Um, that was sent to me by my good friend Charles Shin, at FighterGuy2424 on Twitter. Um, there, there's your plug there, Charles. But, uh, yeah, he sent me that um, that – for 2019 season, the average ticket price was $73.91. I looked up something that was higher than that. The, the number that I saw was $213 per ticket. And Charles and I were kind of discussing maybe the differences with club level seats, um, you know, in the box, maybe that skews the numbers. So I, I'm, I'm doing my numbers off $213 per ticket times 68,000 seats. That's $14.5 million per game that is going into the Browns pocket or whatever pool that goes into. I'm not exactly sure what goes into. Um, that, that's not including the food, the beverages, which I believe is probably another six to eight million. So, so ladies and gentlemen, we have over $20 million that we have to recoup with empty seats in First Energy Stadium. So, do we think that it's possible that we can get advertisers to pay $20.5 million um, in, in advertisement? Guys, I think the answer is yes. The answer is yes. Um, the NFL season, um, look at what they've done so far. Uh, the, the NFL draft, they had virtually, virtually, um, they had the highest ratings in draft history. And guys, there's been some huge drafts. So, this draft that was virtually um, not even on TV where they get all together and they walk across straight the stage and, you know, give Roger Goodell a, a big bear hug. No, we didn't see any of that. This was all in, 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 in their living rooms and live feeds and guys, it was captivating and highest ratings ever. So I'm here to tell you right now that if the NFL plays their cards, right, I believe they will have the highest ratings in NFL history this year. I think it's going to be must, must watch TV. Fans are going to be glued to their televisions. Um, I think people that don't even watch football will tune in to, uh, to, to watch the NFL game. So, so that, that's one side of the advertising, you know, um, that, that I think that can they recoup all of it? No. And my numbers could be way off. You know, I said over 20 million lost revenue, per game, per home game, you know, times eight games. I mean, what does that number add up to? But I could be way off on my numbers. Again, this is just a guy with a yellow pad of paper uh, jotting down some numbers. But could they recoup 50% of that? Could they recoup 75% of it? I believe they absolutely could. You know, if you have 100 banners um, across the stadium and on the field goal um, nets and on the field and maybe even on the players' uniforms, man, I, th I think that could be very strong. You know, let's let's go back to the banner thought and then I'll I'll kind of box that up and and move on. But um, maybe they can promise the advertisers that hey, we'll we'll pan the camera across the 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 stands to show all all the advertisements. We'll do that thirty times a game. It'd be so easy to do. 
before halftime, during TV timeouts, um, r- right before the commercial break. Maybe even during a commercial, they could just pan around the stadium and, and you can see all these advertising um, advertisements. And then they could have the commercials like a half and half screen. There's so many things that you can do with that that I absolutely think that there's big companies out there, not I own a small company, not my company, but there are big companies out there that will pay money to, um, to you know, to, to get their banners uh, at these games and on TV. So that's one side of it. Man, this is the time for advertising reps for these NFL clubs to shine. This is your time to shine, guys. <laughs> so uh, hopefully hopefully the, the right person will be listening to this and – and, uh, you know, take this to somebody else and he'll take it to somebody else. And there's not a whole lot of time, guys. So <laughs> if you're planning on doing this, you might want to move on to it quick. Um, so that's one side of it. The other side of it is I believe that if they really want to capitalize on their advertisement dollar, they can't play eight games at one o'clock. Okay, you can't play eight games at one o'clock. I I believe you need to spread out the schedule, get more eyes on the game. That's that's one of the problems with um, all these. I don't know exactly how many games they play at one o'clock, but let's say it's six or seven games. There's no way you could watch all of them. I mean, yeah, I know you have the Red Zone channel and, you know, we all have phones. And but, man, when when I'm watching the Browns game at one o'clock, there is no other game going on in my house. That is all I'm watching, I am locked into that game, baby. So, um, but man, would it be okay as a fan of, you know, if, if we have maybe a Thursday night game, a Monday night game, which we already have, um, Sunday night game, uh, Sunday night game, Friday night game, Saturday game, spread them out, you know, get it to where it's must-see TV, um, and advertisers will pay that for it. So, um, so that's, that's my, that's my, um, that's kind of my take on, on empty seats. It's going to suck. You know, the NFL is going to probably spit up a little blood. I'm just trying to minimize the damage so we don't all pay for it as fans uh, with the uh, salary caps going down. So um, let me just look at my notes. I think that's about it on, on fans or no fans. Um, So, yeah. So just to recap, no fans for the first six to 10 games, Maybe even the whole season, you know, I, you know, the thing about this is everything is so fluid, you know, um, what I'm saying today on July 21st could be totally different in, in September, the first week of September, maybe the, you know, the, the coronavirus, the COVID-19 completely goes away. I doubt it, but who knows in, in Jesus name, let that happen though. <laughs> um, all right. So player safety, that's the, Next thing I'm going to talk about, we saw on Twitter the um, the wave of top-tier players, not just – I mean, I'm talking about top-tier players, J.J. Uh, Watt um, from the Houston Texans. Um, we saw Miles Garrett. We saw Jarvis Landry. We saw a number of Browns players, David Njoku. They sent uh, tweets saying, we want to play. And what that stemmed from is – um, they don't. They don't. Didn't believe at the time that the NFL has proper um, protocols to make sure that players are safe. And guys, here's the thing: I want players to be safe. You want players to be safe. NFL, I believe, wants players to be safe. Um, there is no way possible 
that the NFL can remove all risk. There's just no way. Um, you know, when I went to work back in June, uh, June 1st, I knew that when I left my house from the quarantine and I went back out into the workforce, I knew that there was a chance that I could catch COVID, bring it back to my family. I knew there was a risk there. Um, but that was a risk that I was willing to take. Um, that's not to say that I wasn't practicing safe methods. You know, um, um, I always carry a mask with me. Uh, I carry a couple masks with me. Um, you know, I wear them in public. I have the hand sanitizers in my car. I have Clorox wipes to wipe down my car um, as much as possible. Um, but there is still risk. So um, as it relates to the NFL, there's no way that they can remove all of the risk. But I think what players want to know is, okay, what is your protocol? What's going to happen if, if a player gets uh, COVID-19? What, you know, how does that work? You know, is he out for two weeks, three weeks? You know, when, when can that player come back? What if we, um, you know, what if a player gets COVID on Saturday night and you're playing the next day? How, how does that work? What if it's your starting quarterback? I mean, all these questions that the players have is, uh, are valid questions. I mean, they want to make sure that, that they're safe. I saw a tweet from Russell Wilson. Um, his, his wife is expecting, they're expecting a child. So valid concern on his part. I, you know, I wouldn't want to bring COVID to my pre pregnant wife, not really knowing, all there is to know about this um, COVID-19, um, hey, I, I do not blame him one bit. So, so, that, so the NFL uh, PA and the NFL are in talks right now to, to, to make sure that everybody's on the same page and make sure that the NFL um, has the proper procedures in place to make sure the facilities are, place, uh, facilities are safe, um, a safe place to work. So, that's all going on now. Player safety, you know, man, um, again, we all want football to happen um, and players want to play at the end of the day. I think, I think most of the players, I think that, you know, every, every player has uh, August 1st opt out to, to opt out for the season. I believe most players want to play, you know, when it comes down to it. Um, I think most players are going to make the decision that I made June 1st to go back to work. I think, Ultimately, um, they're going to make sure uh, that – not make sure. Let me back up. They're going to opt to play. There's going to be a few players that opt not to play. But I, I believe that most players will opt to play. So um, players are no different than us, guys. Uh, they just do their jobs different. And um, it's, a, you know, it's, it's in the public, <laughs> right? They're, they're out there on the field. And, man, the, the football is like the – perfect thing to do to pass COVID. I mean, man, they are hitting each other. They're putting hands in the face. They're spitting on each other. They're, I mean, they're in a huddle. They're less than six feet apart. They're not wearing masks. I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of concern there, but there's also a risk for anything that we do. And I don't believe, I mean, most people out there, they want to see a season and so do the players. So um, hopefully the NFL, I believe they do are, they're, they're putting the right protocols in place to make sure that players um, remain safe, um, that uh, the season does start on time and the players uh, feel good about that. So a lot of things they can talk about, maybe expanded rosters. I'd mentioned, you know, what if a player does, uh, you know, test 
positive um, on Saturday night and they're playing the next day. It'd be nice to have a pool of players that they can pull from that, uh, you know, that way they can have enough players on the roster to, to play the, play the next day. So um, that's about all I have. I'm just looking through my notes. Those are the three questions that, that we're all um, thinking about. And I wanted to make sure that I covered them all. And I think I did. Sorry if I was a little long-winded. You know, I've been doing podcasts. This is only my sixth episode. <laughs> and usually I have somebody here with me, which is a lot more fun. Um, I don't want to say that they're a crutch, but um, it's it's just a conversation at that point that's being recorded. But this is so different. So I have a new respect for for radio show hosts and podcast hosts that continue to do this on their own. Cause it is, it is weird, man. Cause I just feel like I'm kind of talking to myself, but uh, <laughs> I think I got through it though. But yeah, that that's all I have for tonight, folks. Um, I appreciate you guys joining me on the Browns huddle podcast. Be sure to join me next week. I'm going to be collaborating with the guys at feeling dangerous podcast. Um, we're going to um, have some fun together next week. So be sure to look out for that. And again, um, feel free to um, find me on um, any pod. I don't know where you listen to your podcast, but you can find me on Podbean, Spotify, um, Apple podcasts, Stitcher, all the podcasts, um, um, platforms. I think I'm on there so you can find me. Please like my podcast. Uh, give me a review and, um, I would certainly appreciate it cause I'm, I'm new at this guys and I'm just kind of learning my way. So, so anything, anything you can do to help me would be great. Um, reach out to me on my Twitter account at Brown subtle pod, um, on Twitter. If you have any comments on the show, any questions you'd like to get answered, if you'd like to be a guest, I'm always looking for guests. So if you'd like to be a guest on, my, on one of my upcoming episodes, um, shoot me a DM or send me a message, however you want to do that, and we'll be sure to get you on the show. So anyways, hope you guys have a great week, and I will see you next time. Go Brown.